morning liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. With me, as always, in the studio, Mr. Nathaniel Paul Thurston, the one who knows just about everything there is to know, but not everything. How's it going, man? Uh, it's going pretty good. I know a lot, but I don't know the suburbs as well as Trump does. I can tell you that. Hey, look, did you sweep your florist I d- yesterday? I, I swept my florist last night. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> it was, I don't you know. know. <laughs> I was, I was, as I was doing the intro today, I was like, man, when was the last time we had a bad episode? I don't think we ever have because every episode's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome. We Every time we have to do an, a more fantastic episode. And we pass with flying colors. Yeah. All right. Just like that debate did on the um, big old pile of crazy bleep-a-meter last night. <laughs> that's uh, that's what the debate did. I assume some of you guys watched it. Maybe some of you guys didn't. Brad said, how do you know it's always going to be fantastic? You have to... Uh, it's, a, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's, setting, that, it's setting that expectation... It's a, what do you call that when this you, this is the secret ing- ingredient to podcasting yeah. that not many people know about. Yeah. You know, you have to, you have to manifest your, the greatness of your shows. Yeah. There is no other so option. If you start off affirming that it's going to be fantastic. Well, that's plus, I mean, look, I'm pretty humble. It's mainly because you guys <laughs> tell me how good we are. And then I don't know. I don't know. Just think about who you're listening to with yeah. this. This would be nothing other than fantastic. <laughs> Trump, is that you? <laughs> All right, guys. So we're doing our big debate recap. I watched it. I live streamed it on Twitter last night and tried to give some commentary. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't go the way I thought because I thought there were going to be commercial breaks. And so I my goal was to have the debate playing. And every time there was a commercial break, I would talk about how ridiculous that was. And there wasn't a commercial break. No, there there were no breaks. No. In fact, I don't even think there was any amount of silence. I don't think Trump ever stopped talking. No. no. Ever. Even the only times you didn't hear him, he was, I think they turned his mic off. That's really all they did because he was just yeah. They might need to implement that, actually. Like when you ask a certain person a question, you mute the other person's mic. They might, it's, you know, you might see that come out for the next debate. It is which might actually help Trump. I don't know. We're going to get into it, but okay. I, I think there was actually one moment of silence when Biden got so frustrated about the interruptions, which he was doing too. It's, I'm not you know, blaming one side or the other, but he got so frustrated. He just says, okay, and then quit talking and Trump quit talking. And then finally he starts to answer again. Three seconds into his answer, Trump says something. The longest moment of silence I heard last night was when Trump asked Biden to name the police organizations that supported him. Yeah. That was it right there. <laughs> oh, we have time. Oh, no, we have time. <laughs> it was really good. Oh, man. So anyway, this is the Good Morning Liberty podcast. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. And last night we watched the debate. Listen. Neither one of us, I'll go ahead and say this for you too, Charlie, we're not avid Trump supporters. Neither one of us voted for him. And I don't think, uh, you know, he still has yet to win the majority vote from GML. I'm not a uh, Biden supporter either. (laughs) No, no, also not that. Actually voting for a a highly intelligent female. 
doctor. The doctor. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to vote for a doctor. You know, I voted for a doctor in like every election for quite a while Me now. Me too, actually. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my nice. thing. I vote for doctors. I want to say, you know, you mentioned we talked about life, liberty, and property. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning here. <laughs> that too. Property too. It's important. Yeah. And uh, the thing about that is we talk about taking personal responsibility for your own life. And if you are terrified of who our next president is going to be, as I have seen all over the place, well, that just means that the president has too much power and mm-hmm. shouldn't have that type of power. So that's why we talk about uh, folks like uh, Dr. Ron Paul, Dr. Rand Paul, uh, Thomas Massey, Dr. Dr. Joe, Joe Jorgensen, yeah. those types of people who actually want to limit the well, they say they do. Well, they've well, and Ron Paul and Rand Paul mm-hmm. in power have actually given money back to the Treasury and different things like that. And so, what we talk about here is trying to limit uh, governmental power, but also you have to take personal responsibility. And who cares if it's Trump or Biden? Honestly, you, I like literally on the way home last night from uh, uh, Stephanie and I had to uh, go do a procedure yesterday. So on the way home. Stephanie was like, do you want to like get popcorn and M&Ms for the show tonight? <laughs> it's like, it was like, if you're not if in America right now, if you're not a citizen sitting back and just laughing at what the majority of Americans chose as their representative to debate for the president of the United States, if you're not sitting back and just enjoying the sorry, mom, the shit show that is happening, then you, you ain't living, man. My dad texted me this morning. And he, just so you guys know, I mean, I don't know what political party he is right now. He held office as a Republican for for 12 years. And, uh, you know, to my knowledge, is not a, an adamant libertarian or anything mm. like that, but definitely has those, those principles for sure. He said, worst I've ever seen. Can't believe that those are the best choices Dems and Republicans came up with. Sad. Sad. Mm-hmm. That's what he texted me. So I think that really... I think that is a really good representation of how a lot of people probably felt last so you night. You did today. grow up privileged then. So privileged. Your dad holding office. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I say that, I say that because I was in a, a discussion. I like to call them discussions. I was in a discussion with a, a friend. Well, somebody I consider a friend. They probably don't consider me a friend. Uh, someone who's extremely on the left. And we have several conversations on Facebook and uh, she pointed out that I was uh, condescending and said that, uh, you know, as a white Christian male uh, who's well off, you know, you just come off condescending. And I was like, I grew up with a single mom in a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you think I got to this point? You should have it's, said, how dare you assume my gender? Right. <laughs> That's what you should have said. That's what I should have <laughs> said. Should have, would have, could have. But anyway, I just thought that was funny. Yeah, that's that really is. And we've told the story a bunch of times. That's that kind of thing's been said to me. And I've said, I grew up in a in a trailer park and like with a single mom on mm-hmm. the weeks living with her. And they're like, oh, all you guys say that you're just making it up. If that was true, then you wouldn't have the beliefs you have. <laughs> like, Literally. What? Literally. What? No, I have the beliefs I've had because I've lived it. Yeah, I've actually lived it. And I'm telling you the best way possible. Like, look. What are you going to do as individuals? Like we have a diverse group of individuals. That's one thing the left talks about all the time. Diversity. We have so much diversity. I've never seen any diversity like this before in my entire diversity life. It's the biggest old and wooden ship I've ever seen. Yes. There's so much. Like what other system can all of these different individual diverse ideas, uh, you know, what other system could cohabit, uh, cohabitate all of those different individual desires? 
None. Capitalism is the only way. It's the only way. So you're a cohabitarian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's get a libertarian. Let's get rolling on some of this debate footage. Now, listen, some of this is important. Some of it I left in these clips because of how ridiculous and hilarious it was. All right. I will say I found it. There, there are two ways to think about this on the debate, philosophical, ideological debate side of things where I'm worried about policies and things like that. It was an absolute shit show of a debate, completely worthless, total waste of time, and very frustrating. You didn't apologize to your mom before you said that. Mm, I'm sorry, mom. Okay. And I'll edit that, and I'll put it beforehand. So <laughs> take I'll, that clip yeah, out. I'll do that. So as far as that goes, very disappointing and terrible debate. Now, if you were there for to, to watch the flaming dumpster fire as it rolled down the flooded streets, then you were very very happy with the result last night. Mm -hmm. And on that note, I thought it went well. I was, <laughs> I really did. I was entertained. Let me tell you that <laughs> I've been looking forward to this moment and it was, it lived up to the hype. It, it really did. It really did. A little yeah. The only thing that didn't happen that I think a lot of people were probably betting a lot of people in Vegas probably lost money. And there are a lot of good people. I know them uh, was that Biden didn't die. And that, that was really, I think a lot of people lost money on that. I don't know mm -hmm. what the odds were, but that was the one thing I, th I think people were watching for that didn't happen. And by die, I'm exaggerating. There was not a major crazy Biden gaffe that happened last night. There were several small, small Biden gaffes. Mm -hmm. And then one you know, kind of a larger one with the Green New Deal where he's saying, no, it's not the Green New Deal. I don't support the Green New Deal. It, look, the Green New Deal, going to pay for itself. They're like, wait, you support the Green New Deal? No, I don't support the Green New Deal. But that was a pretty big one, but it was lost in all the just, yeah. the the fact that the stage was on fire basically at that time and no, and no one even cared. But it sends my son money. <laughs> yeah. And I'm telling you, he's a handsome fella. He's done a long and wrong Whoa. in his life, but I'm so proud of him. I don't know if what just happened on the cameras came through on the live thing, but that was creepy. What was it? <clears throat> I don't even want to talk about it. But I don't, you, I'm trying to wipe it from my mind. Oh, yeah. But you know how, you know how, like, when you tell your friend about, like, a fantastic movie mm -hmm. that is coming and, like, you're hyping it up. You're like, oh, all this hype. And then it disappoints. Mm -hmm. then This didn't happen. No. This was, like, literally all of it. In this case, they, look, here's the deal. In this case, they could have made a trailer. The fact and, is. Yeah, the fact, the fact, the fact of the matter is. A lot of times the movies these days, you go you go see the motion pictures down there at your motion picture shows and you're sitting in there and you're eating your bonbons and the trailer ends up being better than the show, okay? <laughs> the trailer, they put all this music and stuff in there and and uh, and anyway, um, what were we talking about? My, my staff showed me the trailer. Okay, all right, let's go. And uh, we just, uh, we won the election and therefore we have the right to choose her, and very few people knowingly would say otherwise. And by the way, the Democrats, they wouldn't even think about not doing it. If they had, the only difference is to try and do it faster. There's no way they would give it up. They had Merritt Garland, but the problem is they didn't have the election, so they were stopped. And probably that would happen in reverse also. Definitely would happen in reverse. So we won the election, and we have the right to do it, Chris. So I'll stop that real quick. I thought that was a... That is a good point. We don't spend a lot of time on that, but they did win the election. 
we'll talk about here with the next clip too. Uh, but they did win the election, and the fact of the matter is, um, <laughs> I keep wanting to do that now that I heard Biden say it so many times. Uh, the fact of the matter is, if this were reversed, obviously the people on the left would be doing the exact same thing. Yeah, the only reason I mean, why they didn't get Merrick Garland through is because the Republicans controlled the Senate. Yeah. that was So they couldn't even get by with a simple majority. And right now they have the simple majority if they end the filibuster, so they can do it. And so the, the Democrats surely attempted this, and now the Republicans are doing it, and oh my God, the, <laughs> the sky is falling down. And Trump also made another good point there. I don't think it was in that clip, but he also said, like, look, I'm not president for three years. We're about to go through that here okay. in a sec. Yeah. President Trump, thank The American people have a right to have a say in who the Supreme Court nominee is. And that say occurs when they vote for a United States senators and when they vote for the president of the United States. They're not going to get that chance now because we're in the middle of an election already. The election has already started. Tens of thousands of people have already voted. And so the thing that should happen is we should wait. We should wait and see what the outcome of this election is, because that's the only way the American people get to express their view is by who they elect as president and who they elect as vice president. So, and the, the next part is what you were talking about. Like, yeah, they they did have an election. Right. We had an election. They they elected senators. They elected a president. And the person's the president right now. Right. Like. That's that's how the people should have a choice. They should have a vote, and they should pick who these people. They did that. Right. That <laughs> happened. <laughs> All right. So you must now, have forgot. What's at stake here? As far as the say is concerned, the people already had their say. They, okay, Justice Ginsburg said very powerfully, very strongly, at some point, 10 years ago or so, she said a president and the Senate is elected for a period of time, but a president's elected for four years. We're not elected for three years. I'm not elected for three years. So we have the Senate. We have a president. He's elected to the next During election. that period of time, during that period of time, we have an opening. I'm not elected for three years. I'm elected for four years. And he, like he, he is elected until the next election. Right. I didn't even cut in. He's elected until the next election. Well, <laughs> it's, yes. It's September. Right. <laughs> He holds office until January 19th of 2021. Is there like an election season where it's automatically lame duck? Because if that's the case, we're going to be arguing to start the election three years before the election every single time. Yeah, that's in the Constitution. I can't remember where. Um, I can't. It was, it was actually found in, next to my guns in the ocean. And yeah. yeah, it was weird that it, they were right next to each other. It was the... Uh, the lost articles of the Constitution is what mm -hmm. they dubbed it. I just watched that on history. Oh, actually. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Right after I watched Braveheart. Was, <laughs> I did watch Braveheart, by the way. That's can't believe we were friends. We're friends again. Yeah. It was good. So, honestly. It is. It was really it? good. Yeah. It's not I, as good as this debate. No. But it was good. It honestly I did enjoyed it. Live it live up to the hype. <clears throat> yeah. There was it, a lot of hype. There was a I mean, that as was, far as hype goes. An old Honestly, movie. it might as well have been Trump telling me about Braveheart as if he <laughs> acted, directed, and starred in it. Like just as it, he wrote, directed, and starred in it, it was Trump telling me about Braveheart. That's yes. what I've been going through for the last several years. Six months. At and least. so I finally watched it. And honestly, I was not disappointed. I, I wasn't. That's good. Yeah. Like, I knew you wouldn't be. That's <laughs> the thing. So anyway, guys. So live group, please, you know, give Nate some accolades here. He deserves it. We've. Been giving him a hard time. He finally stepped up to the plate, and now maybe he actually does really care about liberty. When are you going to so, watch Castaway? Out soon. <laughs> soon. All right. Okay. I will 
I could probably put it on tonight while I'm working. All right. And it would be fine. Well, you have to watch it, though, because there's not many words. That's what I was saying. I don't think there's much going on. Don't think I'll miss much. All right. I tried to watch that movie three times. I'm not lying. You fell asleep every time. Fell asleep, yeah. You do that. I can sleep anywhere at any Mm -hmm. time. I've seen it. Yes. The 100 million people, Joe, the 100 million people is totally wrong. I don't know where you got that number. The bigger problem that you have is that you're going to extinguish 180 million people with their private health care, that they're very That's happy That's simply with. not true. Well, you said you're going that, to socialist. You're going to socialist what you've said, and it's not what your party is, has said. That is simply Your party doesn't say it. Your party wants simple. to go socialist <laughs> medicine. My party is and me. And socialist right health care. Right now, I am the And they're the going to dominate party. you, Joe. You know that. I am the Democratic Party. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to dominate you, Joe. You know that. Oh. The party is me. I am the I am the Democratic Party. Yeah. I'm sending you an invitation to my pants party. <laughs> uh, Biden, are you trying to tell us that there's a party in your pants and we're all invited? Yep. No, I do not want to go to a party in your pants. Okay. Do you Do you remember when? Do you remember in the movie Dumb and Dumber? I don't know if you're well versed in this movie, mm-hmm. but when they're in the van and they're uh, they're doing the the thing where they're arguing back and forth and the the bad guy who they don't know is the bad guy sitting between them and they're going back and forth. It's like, you can't, you can't triple stamp a double stamp. You can't triple a double stamp. You can't. And they keep just going back and forth right. like that. And the guy was like, guys, guys, that's what last night was. Right. It's that's exactly ex- what it was. That's a great picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that does it then. Yeah. Let's watch that dumb and dumber scene. And that's exactly <laughs> what we have. Right now, good health care. Over uh, the last four years, you have promised to repeal and replace Obamacare, but you have never in these four years come up with a plan, a comprehensive plan yes, to I replace have. Obamacare. Of course I have. Well, I'll give you an opportunity. Excuse me. I got rid of the individual mandate, which was a big chunk a of Obamacare. That is absolutely a big thing. That was that, the worst I, I part of Obamacare. Chris, You're that was the worst him, part me. of Obama. Let me ask my question. Well, I'll, I'll ask Joe. <laughs> I, 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 the individual no, I, mandate was the most unpopular <laughs> aspect of Obamacare. I got rid of it. I'm like, you have a I'm the moderator of this debate, and I would like you to let me ask my question, and then you can answer your question. You, what is the Trump health care plan? Right. Well, first of all, I guess I'm debating you, not him, but that's okay. I'm not surprised. <laughs> let me just tell you something, that there's nothing symbolic. I'm cutting drug prices. I'm going with favored nations, which no president has the courage to do because you're going against big pharma. Drug prices will be coming down 80 or 90 percent. You could have done it during your 47 year period in government, but you didn't do it. <laughs> Nobody's done it. So we're cutting health care. All of the things condition? that we've done. Insulin. I give you an example. Oh insulin. God. It's going to it was destroying families, destroying people. The cost. I'm getting it for so cheap. It's like water. You want to know the truth? So cheap. Anyone that's, who qualifies for Medicare would—that's not good. First off, I'll, right, right. <clears throat> that well, is not a good one. To start back at the beginning, <laughs> like it's just so funny how what I think is Trump kind of treated this like a press conference, where he's usually the one in control. He can decide whether or not he wants to take a question, how much of the question he wants to take, and he's like, you can say excuse me or you're done. Next question. So that's kind of what he was doing. He's like, well, yeah, no, I do. Have, of course I do. Yeah, of, of course. course. Of course I have a plan. I've had a plan the whole time. <clears throat> now, you just have to reelect me so I can implement it. 
what I would have liked for him to say is what Maurice just said in here. That Maurice, who is everywhere all at once, the notorious BLG in there talking all the time. That's an inside joke, but he'll get it. So Maurice, what he just said is they didn't need a plan. Right. And that is really... And now we could never get into that type of a debate on the debate stage. We could never do that. That's like a... Unless Joe Jorgensen was up there yeah, and they like, yeah. and she could chime in. They didn't need a... You didn't need me to come up with a plan. The plan is... And this is the plan he's been trying to execute just a little bit other than the stupid drug pricing thing. But is to get the hell out of the way. That's the plan. Right. I have a plan. I've been dismantling Obamacare. Okay, what does that mean, Trump? What are you saying? You're getting the government out of the equation. Say that. That is my plan. We don't need the government running healthcare. Say that. We don't. So, so the problem was they ran on repeal and replace, repeal and replace, repeal and replace. They didn't need the replace part. Just repeal. Yeah. So it's like, I, I, I'm with you. I don't understand. You know, how do you not articulate the fact that we are executing the plan minus the, the, the dumb things that he's doing by using government force now, however, I don't mind getting, you know, Americans be able to get drugs from other countries. No, but the thing he's doing is he's forcing them to match what uh, drug companies to match what they are getting paid in other countries right. for their medications. Right. And that's not that's not the right, right way to do that's it. That's not the right way to do it. The right way to do it is be is your doctor would be able to order drugs from another country if they wanted to. And you would stop making medications so expensive. So you didn't through, because, through competition. Yeah, we talked about this a lot. The reason the other countries get it so cheap is because we don't have those rules. So we're able to pick up the slack for what the other people aren't paying. Right. That's what we have basically a socialized medicine thing going like on. A global, a global socialized medicine where the other countries get subsidized by the people in the U.S. and our healthcare system because the, com the companies need to make a certain amount of money from those drugs. The other countries have rules in place where they won't pay a certain amount. We don't have that rule in place. So what happens is they follow the rules in the other countries to get what they can. And then we get charged all the extra for what they wanted to charge everyone else. Right. That's so that's we pay higher prices so yes. everyone else around the world can pay lower. Yes, it's very it's a progressive uh, pharmaceutical system. <laughs> the, the richest yeah. the richest people in the world pay all <laughs> pay all the <laughs> drug prices. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to know why? Because you don't have a choice. Uh, you don't have a choice. It's not a free market. Oh, and then the insulin thing. Tell me about your dad. Tell what? me about how insulin is as cheap as water. Folks, if you're interested in day trading, you know, Charlie and I, we get up every single day and we start taking trades in the market. I cannot tell you just how fun, how exciting it is to get up and go through the market and to, to look at what's going on, what the price action is. We have got a training course just for you. If you have never traded, don't even know a word yet when it comes to the stock market, you can, you can go to this course and start learning how to use a charting platform. You can start learning how to place trades, what the strategies we use every single day are. So that's mastermytrades.com or mastermystonks.com. And it's not even just a, a course, Nate. This is no. the academy. This is, is the Liberty Trading Academy where it is. it's really a community of people because as long as you sign up for the pre-market live, I mean, there we are constantly helping people. We do one-on-one. -on -one. You can ask questions. Uh, we love to have your questions and answer those. So this is an entire community. You're definitely getting your uh, you're getting the most for your money. We also trade live throughout the day. So as long as there are trades that we feel like taking, 
then we'll keep the live stream going after the pre-market. We'll pick out what trades we like starting a half an hour before the market opens. We pick out what we like, what price points we like, what the profit targets are, what the stop losses are for those trades. And then we keep trading live as long as there are things that we like. And we, we try to exercise all the patience in the world. And sometimes you don't have to take a trade. You know, that's okay. It's okay to not take a trade some days, but you can go sign up for the live pre-market, the live trading option at mastermystonks.com. And oh, by the way, if you want 20% off for two months, you can use the promo code 20stonk. It's Charlie's birthday month and in honor of his 20th birthday, we are doing a 20, I don't know why it had I, to do with your birthday. I get month. older I just, and then younger. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know what Charlie's age is. He still won't tell me. And uh, I know that he's, he's mid-40s, right? Mid-40s? Something like that? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what it is. So you use the promo code 20STONK. You get 20% off for two months after you go to mastermystonks.com. Or mastermytrades. Either one. They both go to the same place. Some people, they don't know how to spell stonk. And obviously, I recommend, if you can't spell stonk, maybe this isn't for you, honestly. <laughs> it's, uh, you know... There are some people who this isn't going to work out for. Not Trading's not for everyone. It took me a while to convince Charlie that this was going to be his new obsession. Charlie, is this your new obsession? Yeah, I do obsess over it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just all the time, just sitting I'm around. looking at charts right now. Literally right now, <laughs> as we're doing the ad, you're watching charts. I've got six of them. <laughs> just watching charts. So if you think this might be for you, then go to mastermystonks.com. Use the promo code 20stonk to get 20% off. Match my songs. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. I, now I don't know what the new pricing has done. I haven't talked to my dad about that for about that in a while, but my dad is uh, disabled. He's a double amputee. He's um, so he's on uh, Medicare and also has the, the part D, which I believe is your prescription plan or something like that. Um, and he has diabetes. He's got the diabetes man. Mm -hmm. And so he has to, um, he basically has to get, he like buys his insulin in what I would consider lots. You know, this all goes back to trading. Right? Yes, everything is trading. So instead of like, it's it's like a, like one month he has to pay like $1,200 and that'll give him a three month supply. But then he reached his deductible, I guess, on his prescription drug plan or something like that. So uh, the next three months he pays like $180. Well, and then he's like, he's capped out from his deductions or something like that. So the next three months he has to pay like another $1,200. Anyway, over the year, it ends up costing like somewhere around six or seven grand just for his insulin. Um, now, insulin is very cheap, actually. The problem physically, right? Yeah. The problem is, is that there there's no competition, and so the people who have the devices for people to be able to inject themselves at home and all kinds of other things, they're able to raise the prices because they need money to research other drugs. They need we've and we've gone through this extensively. We don't have to spend a lot of time on healthcare. If you're new to the show, please go back. We've got <clears throat> 300 and a lot of episodes. 331 is today. 331. Go back and listen. We also sign up for our Patreon, patreoncom liberty. We've done a whole healthcare series there. So we have and we work in healthcare. All right. So if you want to know how I know it, I I live it every single day. And so go back and listen to our healthcare episodes. We absolutely have nothing close to a free market system whatsoever. It's all government controlled. And what it does is it, you know, ordinary Americans have to pay a ridiculous amount of money, not only for their drugs, but for their health care. And it shouldn't be that way. Shouldn't shouldn't even be close. 
I do think that insulin thing is going to be a perfect ad for Biden. I was saying this. this I think you've got your ad. Um, it, listen, it's a cheap. What did he let's see exactly what he said? Destroying families, destroying people, the cause I'm getting it for so cheap. It's like water. You want to know the truth. So cheap. Anyone who. So that's not going to be good. Now, he did say I'm getting it for so cheap. So that is something that I kind of missed. Is he taking insulin? <clears throat> yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> I think he's saying the price maybe on the new deals that is the the pricing he's able to get for the medications now and it's going to be cheaper, I don't know. But I I don't think that that type of verbiage bodes well for him really at all. Yeah, and what he's trying to do is he's really you know, Trump he as we've talked about before, he's definitely he's a Machiavellian, okay? One thing narcissists don't like is they don't they don't like not to be liked. Right. So mm -hmm. Trump is trying to and he has this whole time. He's trying to appease both sides. That's why he ran on repeal and replace because repeal to make the Republicans happy replace to make all the moderates happy because, that you know, there's a lot of people that toe the line that are pretty conservative, but they do think that we need some social stuff, whatever. He's trying to play both sides, and that's exactly what he's done so far. He got rid of the individual mandate, which I think is great. That's a one really good thing he's done. But now he's trying to appeal to people who think, you know, regular, regular folk, you know, if I can speak like the Democrats, they use folks a lot. Regular folks out there, you know, drug prices are too high. And it's true. They are too high. And so he's doing what what he can um, to quickly try to show, hey, I care about you and your health care. As, as good as Trump can. Right. Yes. <laughs> Just to act like he cares about right. something. I'm not saying he doesn't, but. I don't think he cares about Biden's health care. <clears throat> no. Well, I think he cares about something about his health care. Uh, qualifies for Medicare, would, excuse me, Medicaid would automatically be enrolled in the public option. The vast majority of the American people would still not be in that option. Number one. Joe, you agree with Bernie number, Sanders, I, I, far I left, on the manifesto, with, with we you, call it. And that gives you socialized medicine. Look, hey, Are I, you I'm not going to listen to him. The fact of the matter is, I beat Bernie Sanders. Not by I'm, much. I, I beat him a whole hell of a lot. I'm here, <laughs> I'm here standing facing Pocahontas you, Pocahontas would have left well, two days I early. You, you would have lost every primary. All he knows how to do Super is hurt. Tuesday. You got Look, very lucky. here's the deal. Oh, my God. Yeah, he just, so good. He just doesn't stop and let him say a word. Now, when it comes when it comes to this, by the way, I actually thought that so I thought Trump did a good job last night because I don't think Trump has much to lose here. I really don't. That, tell me something bad about Trump that is not just streaming 24/7. Like just tell me something. Do something to make Trump look bad. Right. That has not been the 24-hour news cycle for almost 4 years. Right. Give me something. There isn't anything. So the only person there's been the the Russia gate that lasted for two years. Mm. Then now this whole coronavirus year, Trump has just been bad all around for everything. There was the 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 immigration and all that. He's you get been the, bad all around. You get the tax returns now. You get him saying that soldiers were losers. You get him knowing about which. The, by the way, we need to talk about those tax returns because I'm a little stumped on the fact that I read that Times report and they won't release their information to protect the source. Mm -hmm. So uh, you could have just made it up. Literally could be could completely literally made, up. made up. Yeah. Literally just made up. And I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. 
I don't think we'll ever know. There seems to be a very a, a wide variation between what Trump says he paid and what the Times says he paid. Yeah. Which Trump says he's paid million millions in federal income tax. Well, he has. And so, well, he said it in 2016. He said in those two years last uh, night, he he, paid millions. No, he didn't specifically say in those two years. Pretty sure he did. No, Chris Wallace asked him specifically, and he said, I have paid millions of dollars. We'll see. Yeah, listen, listen closely. I'm going to, I'm going to replay you saying this over again. Those narcissists are smacking that Everything he's saying so far is simply a lie. I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. But you I just want to make sure. I want to make sure. You graduated last in your class, not first in your class. This is a mess. I want to make sure. Mr. President, can you let him finish, sir? He doesn't know how to do that. He has, you know. You'd be surprised. The wrong guy, the wrong night, the wrong. It's a mess. Look at his face when uh, you won't be able to see this live, but look at Trump's face when he says the let him finish thing. It's, it, it's I want to make Mr. sure. President, can you let him finish, sir? He doesn't know how to do that. <laughs> Trump's got his eyebrows up. He's like, you'd, you'd be, be surprised. surprised. <laughs> how do you uh, not just love this? That's I mean, so I don't, good. I don't love it. Like from a philosophical idea, like this makes me sad. Right. <laughs> but you have to at least take some joy in how much of a of a bleep show this is. Exactly. You know, Josh makes a good point here. He says, "I know you are, but what am I?" <laughs> remember, remember those? That's a great point. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? Oh, you seem so annoying. He, I wouldn't have been surprised if he would have just started repeating everything that Joe Biden said right back at him. Yeah. And doing the you know the repeat thing to drive someone nuts, or if he started doing the Ace Ventura like talking butt thing next to him, where he was, <laughs> I would neither one of those would have been surprising whatsoever. That would have been really funny, Honestly. actually. <laughs> It's like, if he's just like, let me do my impression of Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, sir. He has, you know, you you picked the wrong guy, the wrong night at the wrong time. Listen, you agreed with Bernie Sanders to the matter. Go ahead, Joe. Go on. Go on. Go ahead. And then right away, he cuts him off again. (laughs) It's like what I do to you as a joke sometimes on the podcast, Mm -hmm. only that was Biden's whole night. Right. And and listen, this was a strategy by Trump. Obviously, he came out swinging, going crazy. He he just he, he came out swinging like crazy last night. And I think he was trying to get Biden's blood pressure up so he could stroke. Uh, I don't. I mean, I'm, I didn't say it. You did. I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he was trying to get Biden's blood pressure up to try and cause as many senior moments as possible well not only that i think you know biden can lose his temper we've seen it on video before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so he came close to losing his temper i think we got that clip probably yeah <laughs> there is no manifesto number Please one let him speak, Mr. number President. two you just lost the left number two <laughs> I, I, you just lost the left you just lost the left you agreed with oh Bernie my Sanders gosh point this, has got, this has got me How, in it folks, absolutely folks do you have any idea what this clown's doing do you have any do socialized medicine mr president tell you what he is not for any help for people needing health care because his Bernie? because he in fact <laughs> there Bernie? was such a good one right there. He's not for anyone that needs help. <laughs> Who isn't Bernie? Nice medicine, Mr. President. Well, I tell you what, he is not for 
any help for people needing health care because his, because he, in fact, already <laughs> has cost 10 million people their health care that they had from their oh employers because of his recession. Number one. Number oh, two, oh, yeah, yeah. there are 20 million people <laughs> getting health care through Obamacare now that he wants to take it away. He won't ever look you in the eye and say that's what he wants to do. Take it away. No, I want to give Number him better health care at a much lower price but, because Obamacare way, he doesn't is know no how, good. He doesn't know how I've to do that. I've already fixed it. He has never I've offered a plan. fixed it to an extent. He has Obama never Obamacare, done a as single you might thing. know, but probably don't. Gentlemen, you realize no if you're good, both Joe. speaking at the it's same no time. And it's too expensive. Let the president It's so good. How could anyone not watch this last night and just enjoy themselves? Not only did I not want to watch this last night, I, I was dreading. I almost, I almost gave up on it right beforehand. And now I can't wait to watch all this over again. <laughs> I know. There's actually one in Nashville. The last debates in Nashville. I, I wish I could go. <laughs> okay. Um, no, right, ahead, let's just keep going. We wishful thinking. He through. has executive orders that have no power. He hasn't lowered drug costs for anybody. He's been promising a health care plan since he got elected. He has none, like almost everything else he talks about. He does not have a plan. He doesn't have a plan. And the fact is, this man doesn't know what he's talking about. All right, he's I have one. Yet again, I would say. There was, the, the, the problem with Biden there is there was no substance to what he was saying. No. He was like, oh, he doesn't have a plan. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's a liar. He's not really bringing anything to the table to say, gotcha. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Because regardless of whether you agree with Trump or not, which I don't on some of the things he's done, he has at least done things. And maybe it is virtue signaling. It's possible. Absolutely. But uh, but when it comes to uh, Obamacare, Trump's not wrong. He's not wrong. Obamacare was an absolute disaster. It still is. It's affected mil it's affected every single person in America. For every one person that got health insurance, a, a thousand people tripled their deductibles at least. Right Maybe more. Yeah. You know, that that got health care as if they weren't getting health care before. You know, I always go back to the to the Ron Paul clip when when he was asked in a debate. Um, about I believe by Chris Wallace actually wasn't it? Uh, it was uh, Wolf Blitzer. Oh, Wolf Blitzer. Yeah, he was. He was asked, you know, like, you know, this guy is healthy and he doesn't want insurance, and let's say he gets into a bad accident and he turns turns into a coma. Like, first of all, thank you f for bringing up the most terrible, sad case <laughs> you could ever hypothetically think of. Number one, but number two, like, look, what this 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 is what freedom costs, right? You, since when do Americans not get to make their own decisions about their own health care? And what they're willing to pay for, what they're not willing to pay for. And when it comes time and you have an accident, whose fault is that? You know, who should, he's like, who should pay the bill? The and, first thing that Paul said there that I loved, Dr. Paul, sorry, not, you know, um, the first thing that Paul said there that I loved was, well, my advice to him would be that he gets a major medical policy. Right. <laughs> like, That's, there's your, like, if you're sitting there worried about how I'm, I'm really healthy, so I don't want to get health insurance. And you're also worried about, oh, well, what happens if something really bad happens to me? That's what insurance is for. Right. So get insurance. There's the best, my advice. The best the <laughs> best description of insurance came from Chris Rock mm -hmm. when he says insurance is in case shit happens. Yep. It's in case shit. That's what it's called. Insurance. <laughs> Not because something's going to happen. It's just in case. 
<laughs> I love that skit by Chris. Oh, Rock. yeah. So that's an oldie bit of goodie. So, so good. I have one final question for you. Are you willing to tell the American people tonight whether or not you will support either ending the filibuster or packing the court? Whatever position I take in that, that'll become the issue. The issue is the American people should speak. Steve doesn't want to answer the question. You should yes. go out and vote. You're in voting now. Vote and let your senators know how you strongly you feel. Let, vote now. Are you going to pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, he's, let people he, know. He, he he's he's not going to want to answer this question. I'm not going to answer the question. Because, because question. the question is, the question is, the question is, will you shut who is up, on, man? Listen, who is on your list, Joe? <laughs> this Who's is on your so list? Right. Gentlemen, I think we've ended this. He's going to pack the court. We're not going to give a list. We have ended this segment. We're going to move on to the second segment. That was really a productive segment wasn't it <laughs> that's a pretty good one keep yapping man the people understand you <laughs> they 47 do. years you've yeah. done nothing <laughs> in addition to that <laughs> no i mean it, it, it just it only gets better from here folks as, okay. as it's so funny because as joe biden is dodging the question and he's doing a pretty good political job of dodging the question yeah like it's actually pretty pretty this is like politics 101 like if you want to dodge a question if you could cut out Trump's voice and just listen to Joe Biden, that was a pretty good way of like kind of pivoting and talking about voting and how all of that without actually answering the question. But the whole time Trump goes, are you going to pack the court? You're going to add a whole bunch of left liberal justices. You're going to do it. You're going to, you're going to do it. Why don't you, you answer, answer the question? You're going to answer the question. <laughs> so you're going to like, he turned into Chris Wallace. So that's, that's actually you packing the heat. You pack, you pack in the court. <laughs> and now this is actually a pretty, it's an important conversation about packing the court because I think, uh, that would be <clears throat> a pretty terrible thing to do. But we also have to all have a good conversation about how the Supreme Court has about a billion times more power than what it actually should. But anyway, on the on the flip side of that, um, he's not going to say whether or not whether or not he wants to pack the court because then it'll it'll make it an issue. This is a political campaign for running for president to run. The, you know, the be one of the most powerful people in the entire world, if not to be the most powerful person. And you don't want to give your stance on something because then it becomes an issue. What the hell kind of excuse is that to not answer a question? It's complete avoidance. What, what is that? Can you imagine if that was Trump's response to, are you going to, are you going to condemn the KKK? Well, I don't want to do that because then it becomes an issue. Is, is anyone going to accept that <laughs> right. as an answer? Is that an answer? No, it's not yeah. an answer. Right. Good Lord. If I make a decision on that, that becomes the issue. Like, what? <laughs> yes. It is, it's an issue right now, actually. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Trump decides to add Supreme Court justices and just nominates a whole bunch of people <laughs> before he's, uh, his term is up. Oh, oh, about between so 750 and 1,000 people today are dying. When he was presented with that number, he said, it is what it is. Well, it is what it is because you are who you are. That's why it is. The president has good no plan. He hasn't laid out anything. He knew all the way back in February how serious this crisis was. He knew it was a deadly disease. What did he do? He's on tape is acknowledging he knew it. He said he didn't tell us or give people a warning of it because he didn't want to panic the American people. You don't panic. He panicked. But if you look at what we've done, I closed it and you said he's xenophobic. He's a racist and he's xenophobic because you it's didn't think I should have closed our country. Wait a minute. So th that's obviously good points. The, the thing where I think Joe Biden really messed up here was 
it seemed like, so both of them went out with the idea that they were going to try to make the other person look as bad as possible. Mm -hmm. And the problem is you can't make Trump look any worse than all the people, the opinion they already have of him. There's no more doing that. You can't do anything else to make Trump look bad. It's all done. Okay. That it's, it's completely done. Let's get a video of him like murdering little kids or something. And I don't, people would just say it was a deep fake video. Like I don't, I don't even think that it would, that it would matter at all, but, but you can do that to Biden still. And what I think happened last night, not so much that people who are your kind of normal leftist, but I think some of your hardcore leftist, uh, people who maybe were considering whether or not they wanted to stand in line for five hours on, on voting day and go vote. I think they killed some of the enthusiasm to go vote for Biden last night. That's why I, was, that's why I think Trump won it because Trump didn't really have much to lose in this. I, I don't think there was much to lose, but Biden to me did. He could lose some enthusiasm from some of those people. That's, and, and that's what you keep hearing is Biden trying to say bad things about Trump. There's nothing new about this at all. That's been in the mainstream media right. for four years. But you know what hasn't been on the mainstream media stage for four years is what Trump was doing to Biden last night in front of the people who normally would not stop two seconds to listen to Trump talk for this entire time. And a lot of people who would not go watch Fox News could tune in and watch the debate and hear a lot of this stuff about Biden that normally would only hear bad things about Trump all day. And so I think that he really was the only one that could lose from this. That's why I was surprised he agreed to do a debate in the first place. Yeah. We said this a while back. I think that Biden can only lose from this debate. And he only signed up for three of them. Yeah. And I don't think he'll Which, do. I honestly, I don't know if, I don't know how many he will do. I'll just yeah. say it that way because um, I think what he'll say is if Trump won't let me speak for more than 10 seconds, then I'm not going to do a debate. And that'll be the excuse. And it'll be a decent explanation, but I don't think he needs to, if I were on the Biden camp, I wouldn't want him to debate anyway. Right. There, there's nothing good that can come from it. All right, guys, we got to break in here real quick to tell you about our sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com slash GML. I'm telling you, there is no better time to take care of your mental health in this year, 2020, the pandemic. There have been many, many reasons that you need to speak with a counselor, and there's there's no shame in it. I'm, I'm telling you right now that I use BetterHelp, and it's absolutely amazing. I can schedule a video call, I can schedule an audio call, or I can even just text and chat with my counselor if anything pops up where I am feeling down and out. And, and talking about your feelings, it's scientifically proven, I'm telling y'all. Talking about these types of things, you can't or you shouldn't handle it on your own. I'm somebody who tried to do that and it makes things worse. So in my own personal experience, I'm telling you, there's no shame in talking to someone. And now there's never been a better time to do it. Yeah, BetterHelp's really cool. If you just go to betterhelp.com slash GML, they'll actually match you with a therapist that meets your needs. They're licensed. They're professional. They'll go through a questionnaire on there and they've got a lot of different therapists on the app, on the website. There is an app also and on the website where they'll match you with the person that suits your needs. And you can even, you can choose between people that are available. Uh, and it, it's just a really cool thing. So you can start talking to someone and in less than a day, you know, this is professional counseling. Like Charlie said, you can text, you can call, you can do all this stuff. It's so much cheaper than actually going in to an office somewhere. Trust me, I, I've done it before. 
And BetterHelp is a much better deal for talking to a counselor. So if you're dealing with uh, depression or stress or anxiety, I'm dealing with anxiety all the time, just sitting around worrying about stuff all the time. If you're in a relationship that needs some work, if you can't sleep, I check off a lot of these actually. The, now that I now that I read through the list, um, hold on, I'm just going to make my account on BetterHelp here real quick. <laughs> good thing so, you signed up. Yeah, that's a good good thing that that we actually get to read for them. Now, when I saw that we were going to read for them, I was really pumped about it because I'd heard about them before. It's uh, something that I've used before, and it's something that I have no problem recommending to people whatsoever. So guys, BetterHelp is, they're growing so fast that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 states. We want you guys to start living a happier and more meaningful life today. As a listener of this show, you guys get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash GML. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health again. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GML. On this last clip, the point is, you know, of course, Biden was going to come out and, and tout the 200,000 number. Uh, but I think Trump did a really good job combating that by saying, look, um, you know, uh, I closed the border to China and you all China and you all call me xenophobic and, and, and everything because you he's like, you would have been a month, two months behind me, you know, two. And then he, he what I think Trump did really well there is he brought out a number. He said two million people would have died under your watch. Yeah, because, you know, Democrats, well, you know, people in politics are really good at telling those stories. They're really good at bringing it home to your human nature and saying things like the specific number. And, oh, think about this and how horrible this is. Two hundred thousand people dead. And Trump brought it right back. He's like, well, under your leadership it would have been two million because you were two months behind me. Yeah. Calling I, me xenophobic for for closing down China. I think he could have explained it just a little bit better with the whole whole 2 million thing. And I think he could have hammered the point home that we were talking about, which is that people were saying 2 million people were going to die. Like we need to talk about how uh, 10% of that number is actually kind of a win if everyone mm-hmm. assumed that was going to happen. But anyway, this to me was, I was like, oh no, he didn't. And by the <laughs> way, to the scientists by, that are in charge, by the way, they will have the vaccine very soon. Did you use the word smart? Uh, so you said you went to Delaware State, but you forgot the name of your college. You didn't <laughs> go to so. Delaware State. You graduated either the lowest or almost the lowest in your class. Don't ever use the word smart with me. Don't ever use that word. Oh, give me a break. Because you know what? There's nothing smart about you, Joe. 47 years, you've done nothing. Well, let's have this to- <laughs> I mean, woo. And he is hammering home that point. Just, oh, yeah, the 47 years thing. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. It's a great point. He needs to say that 47 years as many times as possible. Joe Jorgensen put up the stats, 47 years. That's almost 20% of our entire country's existence. <clears throat> yeah. Joe Biden's been in government for almost 20% of it. That's crazy. And so, hmm, what, what, now you're going to fix things? <laughs> now, somehow, magically, you're going <clears> to <throat> fix things? Are you fast-forwarding this? I skipped ahead just a little bit. Okay. Yeah. We have to skip a couple points because we're... 11 minutes into the 30 minute long video. Okay. We're almost an hour into the podcast. Let's go. Let's <laughs> Alcoholism go. and drugs. Mr. It's a very, very sad thing. And he'll close down the whole country. This difference is millionaires and billionaires like him in the middle of the COVID crisis have done very well. Another billionaires have made another $300 billion because of his profligate tax proposal. And he only focused on the market. But you folks at home. <laughs> 
You folks living in Scranton and Claymont and all the small towns and working class towns in America. How well are you doing? This guy paid well, a total of $750 in taxes. Sir, sir, wait, wait, no. Sir, it's just a Okay, so well, <laughs> well, how are they doing? Well, the the first thing uh, we got to say is obviously I'm getting so sick of this 300 billion. It was 400 billion. I don't know what the number is. How much money they've made during the COVID crisis? Go back to all the episodes where we talked about this. If you pull from the lowest point of the stock market in March, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then you say, well, how much has the market gone up since then? And then you say, well, that is zero and everything they've made since that point is profit then you can come up with this number but if how much did they lose yeah between february 20th and march 13th how much did they lose before the point yeah more than like now a lot of people have made obviously you say jeff bezos and probably zuckerberg and a lot of these people obviously obviously uh, musk people who run some of the only businesses that the uh that people allowed to stay open and then obviously elon musk as well who just decided I'm going to stay open because we've got an earnings report coming out. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, those people have, have definitely made a lot of money, but it, it's just, it's complete. Come on. Listen, here's the deal. Come on. Man. I understand you've agreed to the two minutes. So please let him have it. Do I get my time back. The fact is that he is in fact worked fact on is. this in a way that he's going to be the first president of the United States to leave office, having fewer jobs, in his administration than when he became president. Fewer jobs than when he became president. First one in- But also, I think we should shut down the entire economy. Mm. <laughs> this, yes. Were we not talking about this back in February and March, that when they did this, they shut down the economy, they killed all the, all the jobs, made so many people unemployed, and they crashed the economy, that come election time, the fact that the economy was in such bad shape and that there was such a high unemployment number, they were going to use that was going to be a talking point against Trump. Yep, it's crazy. If you don't believe American us, history. go back and listen. Secondly, the people who have lost their jobs are those people who have been on the front lines, those people who have been saving our lives, those people who have been out there dying, people who've been putting themselves in the way to make sure that we could all try to make it. And the idea that he is insisting that we go forward and open when you have almost half the states in America with a significant increase in COVID deaths and COVID cases in the United States of America. And he wants to open it up more. Why does he want to open it up? Why doesn't he take care of the America? You can't fix the economy until you fix the COVID crisis. And he has no intention of doing anything about making it better for you all at home. I have to respond to that. Well, you both had two minutes, sir. Excuse me, he made a statement. So did you. People want their schools. No, people want their schools open. They don't want to be shut down. Their schools are open. I'm the one that brought back football. By the way, I brought back (laughs) Big Ten football. It was me, and it, I'm very happy to do it. And <laughs> All right, people of Ohio, I'm very happy to do it. I brought back Big Ten football. I'm very happy to do it. That's because he was in Ohio. So Big Ten football, all the Ohio Ohioans were all very happy about that. All right, let's talk about the tax returns real quick. Gentlemen, we're going to get to you. I know that you pay a lot of other taxes, but I'm asking you the specific question. Is it true that you paid $750 in federal income taxes each of those two years? I paid millions of dollars in taxes, millions of dollars of income tax. And let me just tell you, there was a story in one of the papers. Show I paid, I paid $38 million one year. I paid $27 million Show us your tax returns. I went 
Uh, you'll see it as soon as it's finished. You'll see it. You know, if oh, you wanted to. A specific question, which but is. Let me tell you. I, 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 I just, we're about to prove you wrong here in a second. I just mm. hope you're ready for it. I'm not. I understand all Release of that. Your I, tax I understand return. all of but, that. But let a- me- I, no, Mr. President, I'm asking you a question. Will you tell us how much you paid in federal income taxes in 2016 and 2017? Millions of dollars. You paid Boom. millions of dollars? Millions of dollars. So yes. not 700 Millions of dollars. And you'll get to see I, it. I, and you'll get to when? see it. But and let me Shalom? just tell you, Chris, let me. It was the tax laws. I don't want to pay tax. Before I came here, I was a private developer. I was a private business people. Like every other private person, unless they're stupid, they go through the laws, and that's what it is. He passed a tax bill that gave us all these privileges for depreciation and for uh, tax credits. We- Look, the tax code that... Okay, so... You did prove me wrong. Yeah. I mean, that that was really the important part. I just... When he said millions of dollars, it didn't seem like he was specifically talking about those two years. Yeah. Now, to be fair, I had just edited this video before we started the podcast. So going up against me on whether or not someone said something specific was a, a fool's errand. It was. It really you was. Know, good thing I didn't bet the house on that. <laughs> but... But, you know, the thing Trump, what does what Trump does have in his favor is he has been under audit the whole time. Yeah. So he has a good excuse not to release anything because that's why he says when it's done, like when the audit's finished. Yeah. I'll release what I have. They've been but, in like they had some court like litigations and stuff over it and stuff. A, a, a lot right. of it is uh, evidence and some like proceedings that are going through court. Now, I do think that Trump has definitely overvalued himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, he has. There was this documentary I watched where he completely lost. I mean, he lost over a billion dollars on the Taj Mahal and everything that he built there. But three months after it opened, I think it went bankrupt. So he's made some some poor decisions. Now, he does have a lot of assets, Mm -hmm. massive buildings and golf courses and all kinds of things that are worth a lot of money. Um, But he also has, I think, a lot of debt coming due um, soon. And yeah, so they'll just roll but, that over again. Well, I mean, they'll, they'll roll it over. And yeah. also now he, he's been the president for four years. He's the most literally the most famous person in the world, because that's what happens when you're president. Yeah. And so uh, I th- feel like his his business is going to be just fine. And I'm sure he'll pay plenty of money in taxes. But he brings up a good point. And this is what I was telling people last night, because, of course, everyone's upset about this, especially people on the left. And it's, and it's like if you don't take advantage of what's presented to you, then well, some people don't have the ability to take advantage, I guess, let's say. Like either you can't, you don't understand the code because it's convoluted or you can't hi- you can't afford to hire a, a, a CPA or a tax attorney that actually understands the code enough to give you the workarounds to do things. Well, most people aren't going to have more deductions than the standard deductions right. on, their, on their taxes. Well, they could actually because everybody can start their own business. Yeah. You know, like you, uh, Biden started in the S Corp so he could uh, actually shelter money from taxes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And if you're smart, this is what you do. And in fact, I'm looking at restructuring our company to be even better than what we are now. So there'd be called Panama Paradexo. <laughs> there's there's other ways to use the tax code to your advantage. Um, and, and I was talking to this friend of mine who's a school teacher and she's like, it's not fair that we can only write up you know, write off only $250 of school supplies when we spend a thousand to $1,500 on our kids. And I was like, okay, well you I'm like, I was like, seek advice. Cause I can't give you advice, but you could start an LLC tax. Your tax structure would be an S corp. You take your salary and you invest that into your company to your education company that you started. Right. 
You yeah. buy the supplies with your education money, and then you write all of it off. Yeah. And then you don't pay tax. You can write off as much as you want. All supplies. You could buy $10,000 <laughs> worth of pencils if you want to for your kids. Write off all $10,000. There's ways to do it, even for normal folks. Yeah. You just have to, you have to be willing. This is why knowledge is power. This is why knowledge is power. You have to be willing or you have to make enough money to know people that can do these types of things. And let me, what billionaire, actually what person out there doesn't try as hard as they possibly can every single April, this year it was July, every single April to pay the least amount of taxes you possibly can. Like everyone tries that. If you, if not, then you wouldn't even take the standard deduction. Everyone does. I mean, you're going to go through there now. Luckily, thanks to the, to the Trump tax cuts, the standard deductions did double. So you really don't have to go through and do all that. Most people don't have to go through those deductions because they're probably not going to eclipse what the standard deductions are on your personal income tax returns. But I guarantee you, everyone takes the standard deduction at least. And everyone thinks about whether or not they spent more money than that and if they should itemize their deductions and actually get more than the standard deductions. And the fact of the matter is, now, look, here's the deal. Taxation is theft in the first place. I don't know why we didn't start off with that. But like Wes said, why is this an issue anyway? Don't be mad Trump didn't pay taxes. Be mad that you do. And that is the actual mm. answer. Amen. Preach it, brother. I didn't pay taxes, and guess what? I'm going to do my best to make sure that you don't have to either, okay? That's why I don't have a plan, because the more times people in government make a plan, the more money I have to steal from you. There's some great answers that could have been had last night. But I I think what people have to realize is that you get to write off those deductions. And those deductions are there for a reason. That is money that you spent on stuff in an effort to make the money that came in. This is why the deduction exists. Okay. There, or to and, invest in the community and provide jobs. Or to invest jobs. and do whatever. And so people take their deductions. And sometimes people who are business people, like Trump, will spend a lot of money on things, a lot, like a lot of money on things. And then they will have a lot of deductions to put off towards their taxes. Even the New York Times article said that they did not find any, there's nothing illegal about what Trump did. The New York Times article said that. They did not find anything illegal about what Trump did. It's just the fact that he only paid seven fifty per year in those two years in taxes. Literally saying. If it's even true. If it's even true, just like Bernie Sanders said, by the way, in that one debate, look, I pay the taxes that I owe. That I owe. That is exactly what Trump could have said. Like, well, like, Bernie, like Bernie said, I pay the taxes that I owe. You know? So that that's what he could have said too. I don't... I don't really get why. I think that this is a non-issue. I think most things coming up are really a non-issue. Right. Everyone knows. Everyone knows what they're going to do. I don't think Trump not <clears throat> paying, you know, his fair share in taxes, so to speak, is going to sway any any person anyway. <laughs> like, oh, I was going to vote. I, I was going to vote for Trump, but now that I found out he's a a billionaire that knows how to game the tax system, well. Now I'm not going to vote for him. Like right. who actually thinks that that is a thing that went through anyone's minds at all? Maybe four people. It's, it's like a big country. Four. It's four people. Okay. Probably four yeah. people decided, well, uh, if I had known been, that, I wouldn't have been wearing the MAGA hat in the first place. There, you know, <laughs> there could have been 10 people swinging the other way though. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to pay any taxes either. 
Show me the way. Some libertarians are like, my man. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> Maybe he is the most libertarian president of my lifetime. <laughs> Look at this secret Trojan horse libertarian in here. All right. Americans, this man cares at all. This man's done virtually nothing. Americans right. trust you over your opponent to deal with racism. He did a crime bill, 1994 where you call them super predators, African-Americans, super predators. And they've never That's forgotten it. it. They've never forgotten it, Joe. No, no, sir. It's his two minutes. So you did that, and they call you a super predator. And I'm letting people out of jail now that you have treated the African-American population community. You have treated the black community about as bad as anybody in this country. You did the 1990. And that's why if you look at the polls, I'm doing better than any Republican has done in a long time because they saw what you did. You call them super predators and you've called them worse than that. President Trump, I don't think you have any law enforcement. You can't even say the word law enforcement because if you say those words, you're going to lose all of your radical left supporters. And why aren't you saying those words, Joe? Why don't you say the words law enforcement? Because but anyway, uh, he needs to hammer the crime bill thing as much did. as possible. And he did a really good job yeah. of doing that, I think. Could he not have found any other phrasing other than super predators so he didn't just have to say super predators over and over again i'm pretty sure biden has said the n-word hasn't he isn't I, that on camera i i'm not or on video no river doesn't contain a bend i, I don't really know right whether, whether I'm or not pretty sure is, i saw a clip of that I, I have no idea. i mean obviously i don't think trump's going to repeat that in a debate no but he he could have you know paraphrased like, that, uh, they probably between the two of them have an agreement listen no one's bringing up either one of our inward tapes. Right. <laughs> okay. They probably yeah. have that agreement. There's, like, a, 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 there's my, an elbow my, bump agreement on that. My P word tape was bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need any inward tapes. Uh. Well, system of justice for blacks in this country. Yes, there is. There's, there's systemic oh, injustice God. in this country, in education, in work, and in in, in law enforcement, and in the, in the way in which it's in, oh, enforced. But look, they have to be held accountable. And what I'm going to do as president of the United States is call a, a, together an entire group of people at the White House, well, everything from the civil rights groups to the police officers, the police chiefs. Pause and we're going to work. He sounds like corporate America. <laughs> that, what we're going to do. Ah, listen, we're going to have a meeting about this. <laughs> yes. I want everybody to join the Zoom call and we're going to we're going to meet about get this. on WebEx and we're. How many problems we got? Yeah, let's meet about them. We've got a PowerPoint presentation we just made, <laughs> and we're all going to talk about these problems. And the civil rights groups get four minutes, and law enforcement gets four minutes, and this group gets four. Like, you, all these groups together, they all get four minutes to say their piece. And at the end of the call, everyone's like, what What was this meeting this for? This was a complete did waste we, of time. Did we accomplish anything? Anybody who's in corporate America understands that. Mm -hmm. That's exactly, we'll get a meeting. That's what I'll do. I'll I'll bring the band together we'll, we'll discuss this work this out when and by the way we can work violence this out. and response is never appropriate never appropriate peaceful protest is violence is never appropriate all right Ms. what is peaceful President, protest when they run through the middle President, of the town Trump, and burn down President your stores I, and kill people President all over Trump, the place that and is you not say peaceful, peaceful protest. no it's I'm not, not asking, but you say it is is, is that ridiculous. the democrats that Absolutely run these cities ridiculous. don't want to talk like you about law and order violent and you crime, still haven't mentioned violent crime. are you in favor of law and order i'm in favor of law you follow are you in favor of law and order yes i'm in favor you ask a question let him finish law and order 
law and order, let him law and order with justice where people get treated fairly. Okay. But if you look at Chicago, what's going on in Chicago, where uh, 53 people were shot and eight died shot. If you look at New York, where it's going up like nobody's ever seen anything, the numbers are going up 100, 150, 200 percent crime. It is crazy what's going on. And he doesn't want to say law and order because he can't, because he'll lose his radical left supporters. And once he does that, it's over with. But our suburbs would be gone and you would see problems like you've never seen. He would know a suburb unless he took a wrong turn. Oh, I know suburbs. He would not. I was doesn't matter what you say. Oh, I know suburbs <laughs> oh, know way suburbs. better than you do. Yeah. I had a Philly cheesesteak. Oh, I've had way better Philly cheesesteak than you did on the way in here. But Joe, In fact, I don't even call them Philly cheesesteaks because I got one from Philly and it's just called a cheesesteak. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is ridiculous. You wouldn't know a suburb if you took a wrong turn. I know suburbs. I know suburbs better than you do. This is a thing. This is a thing in the presidential debate. I know suburbs way better than you. <laughs> There's many people today driving their kids to soccer practice and or to uh, black and white and Hispanic in the same car as there have been any time in in the past. What's what really is in the joint recommendation that that came from the Biden Bernie Sanders task force. You talked about, quote, reimagining policing. What does reimagining policing mean? And do you support the Black Lives Matter uh, call for uh, for community control of policing. Look, what I support is the police having the opportunity to deal with the problems they face. And I'm not I'm totally opposed to defunding the police officers. That, police. that is not true. He, I was surprised he said that. I mean, he has said it a bunch of times anyway. But yeah. I'm totally opposed. This is why I think only Biden had things to lose last night, because those are the little things chipping away at really strong Marxist people that were going to, that we're going to brave the weather and stand in line for four hours to go vote for him. And if you just have that thing, the more things you pile in, they're like, Oh, I, don't, I hate, I don't even like that guy. And he doesn't, even, I don't even believe in anything that he believes. The more things you pile up, the more those people are going to decide to not go vote. And this is probably going to be a really, really thin election. So that's, that's why I was saying that he, he only had things to lose last night. Yeah. And that's definitely <clears> one <throat> of them right yeah. there. I want to get to the, to the, um, Proud Boys thing. He doesn't have any would, law would you, support. Look, he has no law enforcement That's not support. true. Almost that's nothing. Not, that, look. Oh, Roy, who do you have? Name one group that supports you. Name one group that came out and supported you. Go look, ahead. Look, think. We have time. We don't have time to do no, anything. No, All right. Name All right, one folks, law enforcement folks. group that came well, I out think, and I supported you. Gentlemen, I think I'm going to have more than 100 straight days of protests, days and months of... Former just, spokesperson said... You know, okay, but they but, don't want to accept the National Guard. You have repeatedly we, criticized the, the one vice thing president I say, for yeah. not... Specific. Quickly, we can do that. Sorry. One thing I want to say there is there were a lot of times where Trump was challenging Biden on something specific, and then Chris Wallace would change the, mm-hmm. the question. Or he like, would help him along in his he responses, would, Exactly. Too. He, yeah. he wouldn't say... You know, would you like to respond to that? You know, or like, Mr. President, please be quiet. Mr. Vice President, would you like to respond to that? You know, that he did, he kind of moved the debate along <clears throat> because Biden was stumbling. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he did that to Trump, too. I'm not saying it, it, it went both ways. But at the same time, I think Trump, I think Trump did a really good job of hammering a few of those points home. Um, like that point. We're saying, well, we got time. Yeah. <laughs> No, we don't have time. No, we do. 
Yeah. <laughs> or putting them on the spot. Name one group. Right. Name one Just group. Just one. Name yeah. one group. And he couldn't do it. Yeah, but I'm sending no, the National I'm, Guard, it would be over. There'd be no problem. Okay. But they don't want to accept the National Guard. You have repeatedly we, criticized the, the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing extremist right. groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups sure. and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities, as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, do it? Well, I, go would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not from the right so wing. So what, what, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I'm, it. Do it. Say it. Do you want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and right like me to condemn? White Proud supremacists and right boys. Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left because this is not a right his wing own, problem. This is a left wing. Okay. So there was a Proud Boys moment. There was. That the left is running with. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. So I, I, I looked into a little bit of this. Now, first off, with the original question, are you willing to condemn white supremacists and militia groups? that are <clears throat> doing violent things in the streets. And he said, sure. Now he did say sure immediately after that. Right. And, but the first thing I had an issue with was, Oh, they just pulled a fast one there and lumped in white supremacists and militia groups. Right. By the way, just so everyone knows it is possible to form a militia and not be a white supremacist. Yes. Those, those can be two different things. Correct. They don't have to be the same thing whatsoever. So they did lump those two things together. And at that time I was like, you better not condemn that. Don't you dare condemn that because he lumped the two together. And what I wanted him to say was, I'll condemn white supremacy like I've done in the past, which we'll play here in a second, but I'm not going to condemn the people's right to form a militia and protect themselves and protect their property when the government is failing to do so. Right. I just wanted to hear him say that back. And then they get to the Proud Boys and ask him to do that. So what do he say? Stand back. Well, because, well, what happened was is he was like, well, name a group. What is it? And Joe Biden said, Proud Boys. He goes, Proud Boys? He said, uh, stand back and stand by. Yeah. And then he said, someone has to fight these radical leftists and militia groups. And it turns out the Proud Boys. Now, we don't know everything about this organization, but Nate, I, I tasked Nate today with doing as much research as he possibly could on the Proud Boys. And first of all, Good Morning Liberty is against death. We're against white supremacists. Mm -hmm. I will blatantly call any of that out where we are an anti-racist podcast and organization. <laughs> like, so, yeah, but, but <clears throat> to get to the bottom of things, you got to research these things. And so in no way am I, you know, promoting proud boys and saying that they're a racist organization, because quite frankly, I don't know what it appears to be. And the research that we have conducted proud boys appears to be an anti, anti, anti Antifa group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's like anything Antifa does they're against. That's what, that's what it seems to be. And they are pro, <clears throat> sorry, they are pro Western civilization. They actually call themselves Western chauvinists. Okay. Mm. Now I'll admit before this, before all this started, pop, I really don't know much about Proud Boys. Never heard all. of them. All I knew about them was that they were this vicious white supremacist organization because that's what the media has told me. Right. So listen, look, <laughs> that's so easy to look. look the look, fact of the matter. Look fat. This is, here's the deal. 
I don't know what every person from Proud Boys has said before. I have not studied them. I will say I looked through nine pages of Google search results today, which people will tell you there is a low likelihood that that's ever even happened before. (laughs) And so I did read through as many things as I could find. And all I found was about Proud Boys clashing with Antifa in Portland in different places and anti-protesters or counter-protesting and stuff like that and people clashing. And what I do need is if you guys will send me some type of blatant racist ideology that is literally like we are white supremacists, we are the KKK revisioned, and we're calling ourselves Proud Boys. If you guys will send that to me, I would like to see it because I was trying to find it today. And all I will say is I couldn't find it. But I did find this article here from BBC. I'll read a couple paragraphs real quick. So they were saying, who are Proud Boys and who are Antifa? It's very interesting how they discuss the two different groups, by the Mm -hmm. way. Okay, founded in 2016 by Canadian-British right-wing activist Gavin McInnes, the Proud Boys is a far-right, anti-immigrant, all-male group with a history of street violence against its left-wing opponents. One of the questions I will ask is, before we get all the way through this, would the Proud Boys be conducting any street violence if the left wing were not out there conducting street violence? Which came first, the chicken or Which, the egg? Yeah, we have a chicken or egg scenario here. Would you be worried about the Proud Boys going around conducting street violence and holding up whatever and against, taking against? It even says in there against <clears throat> the their 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 counterpart essentially. Yeah. So, would you be worried about them taking any of your rights? If people from the far left were not out there taking your rights, like, would there be any worry about them? So we'll just, I, I want to know, send me some articles if you have them, because I couldn't find them. All male group with a history of street violence. Um, let's see. The proud boy must declare that he is a Western chauvinist who refuses to apologize for creating the modern world. Now, I looked up the definition of the word chauvinist, because what do you think of when you hear the word chauvinist? Bad. <clears throat> Bad. You would hear like, well, you're a chauvinist pig. You think, well, you hate women. Maybe you're just a uh, whatever. So I looked up to see what it is. A person displaying aggressive or exaggerating patriotism. A person displaying excessive or prejudice. By the way, they, they, in the word chauvinist, the very first thing is someone displaying aggressive or exaggerated patriotism. Right. (laughs) Remember Mel Gibson's role in the chauvinist. Right. (laughs) He's full on patriot. Yeah. And Brave Chauvinist is one that I just watched late. So anyway, uh, or a person displaying excessive or prejudiced loyalty or support for a particular cause, group, or gender. So they call themselves Western Chauvinists. So I, I'm listen, I'm not defending them. I'm trying to figure out what the heck they are. And so this, this article is trying to tell me the bad things about them. So I'm going to keep going through this. Their platform, such as it is, includes Trumpian ideas. And see, this is where I start to be like, okay, wait, is someone pulling something over on me right now? Because here's their platform. It includes Trumpian ideas. You got any sheep in your eyes? The first quote. Here's a Trumpian. <laughs> here's the first quote. A Trumpian idea. Glorify the entrepreneur. Oh. <clears throat> Close the border. Okay. Libertarianism. Uh, give everyone a gun. End welfare. And traditional gender roles. And in quotes, this is from their actual page. They don't say traditional gender roles. They say, venerate the housewife which since no one knows what that word means. It sounds bad. sounds bad. It's almost like denigrate, isn't it? Right. Venerate. That's that's got to be related to denigrate. Mm -hmm. Venerate is the opposite. 
It's the degradation of your wife. Venerate is the opposite of denigrate. Just so you know, it means to regard with great respect and revere. That is what the word, so from their page, it says to venerate the housewife. So what they are is they're protecting kind of, I'm not saying I agree with everything they're doing, but I'm still wondering if they're just blatantly going out there and removing rights from people and are this danger to to society that we should all be worried about. I need someone to send me the article. They're out there killing brown people. Yeah. Just mowing them down. So, and also the, the, what you brought up there, um, I literally just had a Joe Biden moment. I completely <laughs> forgot what I was going to say when I started talking about that. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm, well, I know what I was going to say. I remember now. Hang on. You know the thing. What were we going to say, Charlie? Listen, what were we going to say? Listen. Say it. Listen. What were we going to say? The fact of the matter is. Oh, yeah. Listen. Okay. The <laughs> Look, fact of, guys, Charlie does not BLM, know what he's going to say. BLM, Black Lives Matter, a terrorist, a terrorist organization. Listen. BLM, the fact of the matter is. BLM, their stance is, is they want to basically bring about the demise of the Western nuclear family. And what it sounds like is they took that statement from BLM and they said, oh, we're just going to invert that. Mm-hmm. And we want to protect the Western nuclear family. And we want to venerate our housewives. There's nothing wrong. What they're trying to say is there's nothing wrong with my wife staying at home, raising the kids in a traditional way, because that's what she wants to do. It's what I like. I support her. I respect her. I love her. So they're they're doing the complete opposite of what BLM is doing. I think that's a very important distinction. It it would seem like it is. It would seem like it is. Uh, let's go through one more. Now, here's what they say about Antifa. Short for anti-fascist is a loose affiliation of mostly far left activists. And they're mostly peaceful, I bet. Loosely. <clears throat> they include anarchists, but also communists and a few social Democrats. What sets them apart is their willingness to use violence in self-defense. Really? Yeah. In self-defense. So do you see why I start to question the things that I read about the, the former? Right. Thing? Okay. So the movement, which at one point almost entirely disappeared in the U.S., had a resurgence in interest after the election of Donald Trump. Mm. They routinely, routinely clash with the far right not with people who are walking across the freaking sidewalk that they will decide to beat to death with a skateboard. No. Or the buildings they'll set on fire if they don't like the speaker coming in. No, they routinely clash with far-right people. That is what they do. The group has been prominent during Black Lives Matter protests in major cities and have been particularly associated with the unrest in Portland. In late August, self-described anti-fascist, 48-year-old Michael, uh, I don't know how to say it, shot and killed a supporter of Patriot Prayer a Portland area group that often marches with the Proud Boys. <laughs> so we gotta make Weird. that gotta make that connection yeah. there. You gotta gotta put that together. He's part of a completely different group. Yeah, but they were seen marching together. Yeah. So anyway, I need someone. Listen, I I am saying this to start off right now. I do not know hardly anything about the Proud Boys. I read several articles about them before this podcast, and I found as much information as I could. The bulk of the information was them clashing with Antifa people. I had not seen them, oh, we we were trying to go to a movie the other night, and these Proud Boys were blocking the streets, and they said that they were going to beat us to death if we didn't go somewhere else or if we didn't say that we were Western chauvinists or something. And they actually said, say you're a Western chauvinist, and my friend didn't do it, and they beat him to death with a skateboard. Yeah. I don't have any stories like that. Can someone give me that story? All I'm saying is I need the story and I will say what needs to be said about them. Well, there was one case, I think. It was Juicy Smoulier. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys 
We're Justice proud for boys. Juicy. Justice for Juicy. <laughs> Bye, guys. Okay. So Tom brings up a good point here, by the way. He says, there are like 2,200 Proud Boys nationwide. I actually know a few. One of them is black and another is Pacific Islander. Hey, so, like me. A white, a white supremacist <laughs> group that includes black people. That's... And, and uh, you know, a Pacific Islander. I hear their leader's name is Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> so. Show us your face. <laughs> we want to see your face. Okay, so speaking of condemning racism. Jeff wants to venerate the house husband. <laughs> we should do that. We should do that. I'm going to play nothing this. Nothing wrong with you dad staying at home if you need to. Ain't nothing wrong with that. This is audio from a press conference two days after the whole thing in Charlottesville went down. This is two mm. days later. So for those, this uh, is your racist president. Yes, this is the this is the president who will not condemn white supremacy. He refuses to do it. General Jeff Sessions, the Department of Justice has opened a civil rights investigation into the deadly car attack that killed one innocent American and wounded 20 others. To anyone who acted criminally in this weekend's racist violence, you will be held fully accountable. Justice will be delivered. As I said on Saturday, we condemn in the strongest possible terms this egregious display of hatred, bigotry, and violence. It has no place in America. And as I have said many times before, no matter the color of our skin, we all live under the same laws. We all salute the same great flag. And we are all made by the same almighty God. We must love each other, show affection for each other, and unite together in condemnation of hatred, bigotry, and violence. We must rediscover the bonds of love and loyalty that bring us together as Americans. Racism is evil, and those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and other hate groups that are repugnant to everything we hold dear as Americans. Sounds like he loves them. Uh, yeah, he's obviously a white supremacist. Yeah. Is what white supremacy best describes Donald Trump. Right. For sure. Uh, so that that is to me, I mean, I remember. Why does he need to condemn it again? It sounded like he just did, like he did it. I know. I, that was a pretty. Unless I don't understand what the word repugnant means. Mm, yeah, I think maybe that is the opposite of uh, pugnant. Right. <laughs> It's doubling, da- it's doubling down on your pugnant. <laughs> it's pugnant again. Right. Uh, repetitively. Right. If you re if you repugnant something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so my daddy always said, "Hey man, how many pugnants you got?" <laughs> I said, "I don't know, Dad, but I I repugnant it. <laughs> that's, that's all I know is repugnance." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So anyway, man, I think that look. <laughs> that's so easy to do. What's the fact? The, the here's the. Here are the facts. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're already an hour and 20 minutes into this episode. And I love it. And I'm loving it, but we're going to have, we're going to have to go. Mm. There's nothing more important from the debate to take away than the, the one gaff that I thought was hilarious. <laughs> it was the green new deal gaff. Yes. Which dude. I thought was so good. 
Let me see if we can get him there real quick. I'll skip it. And he's drawn his line. Well, the fact that it's all true. And here's the deal. He's talking about the Green New Deal. And it's not $2 billion or $20 billion, as you said. It's $100 trillion. I'm talking about Where they want to rip down buildings and rebuild the building. It's the dumbest, most ridiculous. Where airplanes are out of business. Where two-car systems are out. Where they want to take out the cows, too. You know, that's not true either, right? This is a $100 trillion. That's more money than... And our country could make in a hundred years if we're not the case. All right. Let me let me let me me, because because his his final question. The final question is, I can't remember which of all his rantings. (laughs) I'm having a little trouble trouble myself. But uh, and and about the economy and about this question of what it's going to cost. The the economy. economy, I mean, the Green New Deal and the the, idea of what what your environmental changes will do. The Green New Deal will pay for itself as we move forward. We're not going to build plants that, in fact, are great polluting plants. Do you support build the Green New Deal? Pardon me? Do you support that? No, I don't support the Green oh, New Deal. Oh, you don't? Oh, well, that's a <laughs> big <laughs> statement. I accept. Look, I'm not just going to jump up and drive my feet into somebody's couch like it's something to do. I got a little more sense than that. <laughs> yeah, I remember grinding my, grinding my feet into Eddie Murphy's couch. Why? <laughs> so you can buy another one. <laughs> Oh, look, so- the Green New Deal is going to pay for itself. Do you support it? No, I don't support it. <laughs> I got to hear it again. I don't actually. support something that'll pay for itself. The economy, the economy, I mean, the Green New Deal the, and the, the idea of what what the, your the environmental change deal, will do. The Green New Deal will pay for itself as we move forward. We're not going to build plants that, in fact, are great polluting plants. Do you We're support build the re- Green New Deal? P- pardon me? Do you support? No, I don't support the Green oh, New Deal. Oh, you don't. Oh, well, that's a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't! <laughs> Shocking Trump coming oh, in there. That's so oh, good. Man. And then he says, "Well, you're going to lose." He keeps saying, "You lo- you lost the left." Big statement. I support that means you the, just the radical left. I support. <laughs> I support. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's good. Honestly, good I wish there was a debate every night. I know it was so fun. <laughs> it was so fun. Great. And just sad and yeah. fun at the same time. It was. So and the whole time I'm thinking like, you know, people have to be fed up with this. They just have to be absolutely disgusted. I mean, imagine if your toddler was having a debate with another toddler, you'd be embarrassed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So God, if you are embarrassed, which most of you probably are, then there's a clear choice for president this year. And that's Dr. Joe Jorgensen, a doctor, very articulate, well-spoken, great ideas, and for, you know, for everything that we believe in to move us closer towards liberty, I'm so tired of the, well, a vote for Jorgensen's a vote for Biden. My dad was saying that last night. I was like, no, it's not actually. Cause like, if you look at the data, <clears throat> like if I were to place my vote and you were to query who my vote was for, it actually will, like it says Joe Jorgensen on there. That's because he voted for it Jorgensen. There's not like a calculated field that when it sees the value of Joe Jorgensen, it flips it to Biden. Yeah. That doesn't, that's, that shouldn't, maybe it happens. It shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, it could be happening. <laughs> if it could be happening. The mail-in ballots probably right. do that. I mean, there's Trump a forwarding talked, address. Trump talked about <laughs> it in Virginia. They were throwing them in the river and all kinds of stuff, I guess. <laughs> And probably a lot of them got caught in the forest fires Can in California. Ma- man, this election is going to be such... We're not even there yet, man. It's going to be such a yeah. nightmare. It's going to be a disaster. It's, they're they're going to... With 80 million people potentially voting mail-in ballots? Is that something like I that? I have no it's idea. It's going to be insane. No idea. The post office doing that. 
the post office. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine a world where the post office is going to be responsible for In this? In a world it, it makes, where the post office. It's crazy. So uh, I, I don't think it's going to go well. I think the, the civil unrest is going to get a lot worse. Can't I don't deliver know. Deliver the votes. <laughs> I don't know who's going to win, but man, I'm looking forward to the next couple debates. Can the post office deliver the votes? Find out next time. Find out. <laughs> November 24th. Twenty-twenty. Find out December 18th. And it just keeps getting further. <laughs> right. Find out at the Supreme Court vote <laughs> on who won the election. Find out January 17th. Oh, there was one thing that I think Trump uh, kind of uh, crapped the bet on last night, which he did answer the question, are you relying on a Supreme Court justice ACB to help if this election goes to the Supreme Court? And he immediately says, yes, I, I am. If it does go to the Supreme Court, we'll have them, you know, we'll have them look at it. I definitely think they're going to be looking at the ballots. They are already planning on contesting these ballots yeah, and, and taking it all the way to the Supreme Court. And if that happens and the Supreme Court ends up voting on who won the election or whether or not they're going to count the ballots, I guess, dude, seriously, next year, will my be house almost caught on fire when I said that. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> well, you got to clean your florist, man. Oh, that's, that's probably why. Well, I got to have go make my wife do that. I'm going to go yeah. venerate her real quick. Josh, <laughs> that's what we call it. Josh says, I so hope they do all three debates. All three debates. I'd totally buy the box set. <laughs> yeah. It would replace Sex in the City. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to watch this again. I know. It's going to be one of my favorite episodes. I wanted, I'm interested to see how the temperament changes because I think. I really think this is my prediction that Trump is going to back off a little bit um, and not be so hostile. I think he was hostile in the beginning to like stir up his base, stir up his crowd. Cause you, if you watched him in uh, 2015 and 2016, he was, it was very similar. Went on a lot of attacks and things like that. But when it came down to the very last debate with Hillary Clinton, he did kind of hold his nose a little bit. He let her speak a lot more because he got in trouble for not letting a woman speak. Mm. Um, but then he, when he, when he had a chance to speak, he really hammered it home. And there was yeah. a few times he interrupted with really good things. Like, cause you'd probably be in jail, you'd be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he kind of changed his temperament a little bit. I I'm looking, I think that's going to happen again. Um, with Joe Biden, maybe not, maybe I'm wrong. I, I was a little, listen, this is not the Joe Biden. Look, this is not the Joe Biden from 2012 at all. We did that guy is is long gone but if you remember i've talked about this before when he had his debate with paul ryan i now i'll say at that time i was i voted for ron paul but i was hoping that obama was not going to win re-election meaning yes i hope it came out that romney was going to end up winning because the leftists were going to kill us yeah <laughs> you know whatever so i watched the debate and biden did to paul ryan what trump just did to biden he just totally killed him, wouldn't let him speak, was interrupting like crazy, just completely controlled the entire so interview. So maybe Trump watched <clears throat> the tapes. Maybe. Maybe he did. And that is that is what Biden did to Ryan. And what I, I'm surprised that there's there's not enough of Biden left to be able to handle that because he used to be really good at that, and he's not. And that's sad. It happens when you get really old. Yeah. Okay? It just happens. Mm -hmm. All right? But I mean, Ron Paul had a stroke the other day on a live stream. Literally. 
he's probably already live streaming. Right. Again, it's not impossible for Biden to have a stroke in the middle of a debate. No, I thought he was at least going to have a TIA last night. Yeah. Yes. And Todd says Trump mentioned four cities that he did in the debate. He he talked about, I had it in the video and I, we got, we went long, obviously. So, well, if you guys, uh, do we do, did we already do the share the show? That's already okay. Well, listen, look, look, the fact of the matter is what I'm trying to tell you here. Just, you know, the thing. Okay. But listen, okay. Nate doesn't know anything. All right. He doesn't have a plan. He doesn't have a plan for this show. I'm the one with the plan. Okay. So my plan is you need to share the show with a friend, share it with some lefties, share it with some Antifas, share it with some proud boys. (laughs) Don't care. Share the show with anybody. Get this message out. This is the message that the people need to hear. We are pro-liberty, pro-life, in the sense of, like, we think (laughs) life is valuable. (laughs) And I'm pro-life. You can't even say you're pro-life these days. pro-life. I also agree that life should be valued. It is, yes. As well. We're, we're, we're pro. What I mean by pro-life is we're an, <laughs> really we're, stepped in it. <laughs> we're anti-death. Okay. Yes, there you go. So we started yeah. the, we started the, uh, you know, the, the group Antita and, you know, we're fighting the, the death boys all the time. <laughs> They're roaming around just <laughs> we're gonna st- <laughs> wanting to destroy people. Where are the shameful boys at? <laughs> yeah. Do they have a group going on? <laughs> right. To go out there. <laughs> so what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is, look, the fact is, look, this is what I'm saying. Share the show with a friend. Share it with an enemy if you want to. Leave us a rating and review. All good. I've not seen anything bad about us ever online, which is great. Keep it that way. I know a lot of people who have a lot of bad stuff. Our stuff is really good. Leave us a good. <laughs> and Tita's just an idea. <laughs> right. There you go. So leave us that rating and review. If you do all of that, all of it, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you guys have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. The, the economy. The econo- I mean, the Green New Deal the, and the idea the, of what, what the, your the environmental changes deal, will do. The Green New Deal will pay for itself as we move forward. We're not going to build plants that, in fact, are great polluting plants. Do you We're support re- the Green New Deal? P- pardon me? Do you support No, I don't support the Green oh, New Deal. Oh, you don't? Oh, well, that's a... <laughs>